0: The following is paid commercial programming. Third-party rankings are no guarantee of future investment success. Working with a highly rated advisor does not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a high level of performance. Investment performance is not an explicit criterion because clients' investment goals differ. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client. Generally, rankings are based on information prepared and submitted by the advisor, statements saying that we told our clients to be out of the market in 2008, referred to recommendations made by NMWKM's principals while employed at Eagle Strategies LLC. The team that manages accounts at NMWKM are the same individuals with that responsibility at Eagle Strategies and at Cambridge Research from 2009 to 2011. NMWKM was created in 2011 and uses the same exit Strategy, A more thorough disclosure of the criteria used in making these rankings is available by contacting NMWKM Advisors, LLC. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Money Matters. And here's your host, Ken Moray. We're in the money. We're in the money. We've got a lot of are in the, the money the skies old are sunny you are You've done us wrong. and old man recession you are through you have done us wrong well hello 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 everybody and welcome back to money matters with ken Moray and of course i am your host ken Moray And this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning. We talk about the stock market. We talk about inflation. We talk about income taxes, estate planning, social security. You name it, we talk about it. And we try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all of this boring financial stuff. And this week's going to be no exception because we have a show that is chock full of boring financial stuff. And uh, we're going to go into that. But before we go one step further, Let me introduce myself. I am Ken Moray, the host of Money Matters with Ken Moray. Why, thank you, Jack. You are ever so kind. And... uh... <laughs> my producer extraordinaire, and uh, also uh, recent. I'm founder and senior retirement planner at Retirement Planners of America, and uh, we're a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work uh, primarily with people who are over fifty, who are who are retired or retiring soon. And uh, these are the most wonderful people in the entire world, in my opinion. I love it, and I do love it. And if you are that person, if you are in that demo, then this show is designed for you. Our is designed for you. Our website is rpoa.com. And if you go there, you can actually uh, subscribe to uh, this podcast or you can go and get it through your uh, or you can we podcast the show I should say and uh, you can have it downloaded to your device you can go to your streaming services or you can go to our website and subscribe there it's rpoa.com we've had thousands we've just started promoting the podcast and we've had thousands and thousands of people who have subscribed so you need to be one of them subscribe to the show and uh, just in case you didn't know uh, recently Barron's named moi your faithful host one of the top 100 financial advisors and actually they did that for 8 years in a row which is mind boggling but without our clients we know that we'd be nowhere so you clients we love you we thank you we are so grateful let me go over with you what we're going to talk about on this our weekly excursion into the land of retirement planning so first of all as you guys know at the beginning of this year at the beginning of every year except for one I I don't know I had one year where I decided I didn't want to do it but then I started it up again Uh, we have our fearless forecast And this year, the fearless forecast was for Dow 35,000. What? 35,000? That's ridiculous. How can you think that? Well, we got there. Um, And uh, I have not changed the fearless forecast for the year, as you guys know. I've left it at 35,000. So I want to talk about, will it hold? Where do you go from here? Or are we going to regress back to 33,000? What's going to happen? So we'll talk about what the future holds in our view. Okay. Now, also, we're going to talk about something that we do with all new clients, and that is develop a financial plan. And we actually do it with all prospects, too. We do it at no charge or obligation to anyone who would want to come in that, that is in our demo uh, that wants to uh, develop a financial plan. We do that for you. We, we are glad to. And so we're going to talk about how to develop a financial plan. And help you to do that. So you'll need to take some notes if you are so inclined. Now, as we do every week, we're also going to talk about strategies to maximize your social security. And I want to thank those of you who send in your questions because you helped me to build the fodder for this show. Um, That way I don't have to dream anything up. I can just use your questions. So we've got two very good ones. I think maybe even three. So we'll talk about how to maximize your social security. And then also this week, I want to talk about, I want to ask you this question. Between now and the rest of your life, do you think we're going to have another market crash? What do you think? Okay. So, when I ask that question, I've, I've asked it at seminars, I've asked it of clients and prospects and others. I would say pretty much, I think it's about 100% of the people think, yeah, there's going to be another one. And so my question to you, ladies and gentlemen, is if you believe that there's a, a very high probability that between now and the rest of your life, there's going to be a big market crash like 2008 and Y2K and whatever else, if you think that, then does it not make sense to have a strategy to address that? If you think it's a certainty, doesn't it make sense to address it? Or do you dig your, put your head in the sand and say, no, nope, I know it's going to happen, but I don't care. I'm just going to buy and hold through the whole thing. Okay. So we're going to talk about why we think that you should have a defensive strategy and why you should have, you know, just like a football team, you have an offensive team and you have a defensive team. Think of a football team with only an offense. How far would they go? I can see a quarterback trying to, trying to tackle a running back. That wouldn't work very well. So we're going to talk about that later on in the show. And you know what, Jack? Most shows would actually stop right there. Most shows would say, you know, if we talk just about that, we have done more than our listening audience could possibly want from a financial show. <laughs> somebody stop me yeah but don't you dare stop me because on this show do we only go where people expect us to of course we don't we boldly go where no financial show has gone before and therefore at about 10 till we will have our estate tip of the week and this week we're going to talk about how a family limited partnership could protect you from taxes from lawsuits from bankruptcy, from liability, from all kinds of bad things. So we're going to talk about that at about 10 till, and hopefully you'll stay tuned for the entire program because you don't want to miss any of this. So I'm recording this show, uh, and, and this is the weekend of September 11th, and I want to take a moment um, and, and reflect upon that. I remember, and many of you remember where you were on September 11th. And uh, I remember I, I worked in an office building, and my office was up on the seventh floor. And I was on the elevator, and uh, I didn't know anything had happened. And so I went up the elevator. I got off. I went into my office. And everybody – we had a little television uh, that we rarely used, but every, it was pulled out, and everybody was leaning over the desk looking at the television. And I was like, what's going on? And uh, you know, they said, you haven't heard? And I'm like, no. The the, the, the Twin Towers have been attacked. And I was like, What? And so, you know, I, I was watching it, and I remember that evening when I drove home from work, I cried the entire drive home. And I, at the time, I had about a 20-minute drive to get home. I cried the entire way, and, uh, and I think I cried many times since then. And I want to also talk about the first responders. Think about those people, how brave they are. They ran into the fire. They ran into that smoke and all that stuff with no fear for themselves. That is just the level of courage. I don't know if I could do that. And, and then you may remember the big smoke and, and the scene where you could hear all the whistles. That, that will haunt me forever. That's when the, the people who were hurt or lost in the, in the dust and all the stuff, because you couldn't see three feet in front of you because of the cloud, they were blowing their whistles so you could, you could go and find them. And all those whistles that were going off, my gosh, it 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 gives me goosebumps right now. So all those first responders, the people that died on September 11th, are in our prayers, and they will be in our hearts forever. So makes all this stuff we're talking about on this show seem really unimportant, doesn't it? But let's let's do that. So let's talk about Dow thirty five thousand, and uh, will it hold? Um, the the short answer is yes. <laughs> Okay, so you can stop listening right now. But let me give you why I think so. Um, We have, I hope, people starting to go back to work. Um, One of the big issues that's a problem for businesses is they can't find – there's 10 million jobs that are open right now, and – you know, they're not getting filled. And it's crazy because there was a time when people, you know, wanted to go work, but right now we have a situation where people are not accepting jobs that are being offered. And so that situation, we think, will ameliorate. And we think people will start to go and and go back to work as the government benefits start to go away. And when that happens, profits should rise. And when that happens, then we should also see the stock value of those companies go up with those profits. The other thing that is... Becoming a little more stubborn than maybe we and, and a lot of people anticipated is the supply chain. The disruptions in the supply chain, which are causing the inflation that we're seeing. And, uh, you know, the, the availability of parts, the availability of microchips, the availability of all kinds of stuff, even the, the, uh, the shipping itself. Is, is not coming back online as fast as was thought. So that is all slowing things down, and it's why people are hand-wringing and thinking, oh my gosh, maybe the recovery is not going to happen, and this and that. All those things, we believe, are going to be taken care of over time. People want their businesses to be successful. They want the supply lines to be uh, you know, reenacted or put back into place and, and, and be smooth. And there's lots of opportunity for people to make profits in that. So it will, in our view, take care of itself. And uh, we will see those things fixed. And once they are, and once people are back to work, we can see the economy continue to improve dramatically. So that being the case... Um, I'm not changing my fearless forecast from 35,000, which is, you know, if you think about it, still a very large gain for the year. And if we ended there, we'd be very happy with that, I think. Uh, but I think there are still new all-time highs ahead of us and into the first half of next year before we start running into some, some issues with this inflation and the Fed raising interest rates, etc. So what does that mean to you? Well, basically what it means is if, if I were you, my opinion is that uh, you should be invested right now and uh, if you have cash sitting on the uh, sidelines uh, t- this pause that we've seen the last few days i think that's opportunity knocking take advantage of that i have personally i've invested my own money i've taken advantage of of, of this time because i think it's it's an opportunity but always 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 in our view have an eye for the exit you've got you know in our view you have to protect what you've built And so if you've been saving and investing and putting money in your 401k and you've been doing all that all these years and now you're looking at retirement or you're already retired, yes, I think you should be invested, but I think you should also protect what you've got because if you lose it, you can't go back to work or you don't want to delay your retirement. I I think that's a fair assumption. And so our strategy of invest and protect actually told us to get our clients out of the market uh, in in 2008 to sell all of our equities, told us to sell – Last year, the day before the, the WHO even announced we had a pandemic uh, and avoid the losses that came after that. So, we want to protect your retirement. And if you believe in that philosophy, if you agree with that, go to our website. It's rpoa.com. And uh, we have some seminars coming up on retirement planning, on Social Security, on all kinds of things that we think will be of interest to you. Lots of content on there for you as well. So, our website is rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come, back. We're going to talk about how to develop a financial plan. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters and I am Ken Moray. So let's talk about how to develop a financial plan. Okay, so one of the things that we do if you if you are a prospective client and you come in to visit with us, or if you do it virtually, what we will do is we will actually build a financial plan with you. We'll do it together. You'll have pride of authorship. We'll guide you through it, and we'll do that at no charge or obligation, and uh, so I want to go with, through with you uh, part of the process that we go through, okay? And basically, there are four major steps, if you will, or four major categories. So the first thing is we want you to visualize your plan. You know, this is kind of a use your imagination part. We want you to think about what are your dreams, what are your goals, what would you like to do during your retirement. Cool. Yeah, it is very cool, and it's fun. You know, people people. You know, you meet somebody and you don't know what their dream is. I remember one gentleman; uh, he was a dentist, and his dream was to go to Africa. And, help, and, and do cleft palate surgery because he said that people in Africa you know, that have cleft palates are, are you know, the kids that have that, their parents just abandon them and those kids die. So he felt like that was a way to save lives and to do what he knew how to do well and do uh, cleft palate uh, surgery. And so I thought, wow, you know, who would have thought? He's like a, you know, pretty straight-laced looking guy and you wouldn't think that he'd want to go live in in in, uh, you know, in a very uh, undeveloped uh, place, but that's what he wanted to do. So whatever you, whatever that is, what what are your goals? What are your dreams? How do you what do you want to do? And it could be as simple as you just want to play golf and build your game, okay? So you don't have to be like save the world type of person either. Now, the second thing then is we want to clarify your vision, okay? So once you say, you know, what your big picture is and what your goals are, then we want to start looking. We want to write down each of the items that you want to accomplish, and then we want to put a dollar amount for each of those, okay? And, and then also a time. So when do you want to do that? So if your goal is you want to travel a lot, well, okay, that's great, but where do you want to travel, when do you want to travel? How do you want to travel? Are you, are you a, like a, a five-star luxury traveler? Are you a, a two-star you know, uh, traveler? Jack, Jack saying no. He's a three-star. <laughs> or a four-star. Oh, you're a four-star. Okay, all right. I'm glad you can afford that. It's nice to know. Uh, so then the next thing is you want to rank all of those things in the order of priority to you and to your family. Okay So for example, um, you know unfortunately, things do have different priorities. You may have a health issue or, or a, a you know, in my case, I have a new grandchild, and so yes, I was planning on taking a trip, but now the grandchild is here, so that's going to supersede. I want to spend time visiting with my new grandbaby. Uh, by the way, his name is Nathaniel, 19 inches, um, how, uh, seven pounds, and he's already gained four ounces and an inch in the seven days that he's been on this earth. So he's a fast grower. His dad is 6'4", so he's going to be a tall boy, I think. Uh, but his name is Nathaniel Jones. Um, and don't ask me, I don't even know. <laughs> Jones is a, is, is, a, is, a, is a middle name that I've not heard before, but it's kind of, its I like it. Um, so anyway, uh, prioritize, rank the goals in order of priority to your family. Then the next thing is you want to look at what resources you have that you're, or, or that you're going to need to meet those goals. So what is the total value of all your investments? How much can you contribute each month to whatever it is you're trying to accomplish? And then the next thing we want to look at is how far away are you from meeting the goals? Okay, So if you want to have enough money to meet the goals, then you may need to change some things now to accumulate to get there, or maybe you don't want to do that, and we want to amend your goals to be, instead of a five-star, maybe we go to three-star, and you can still go to Paris. You just don't do it at the Ritz. You do it at the Motel 6 or whatever. So you just do it that way. And then the fourth part is work the plan right? So you, you, you want to build the plan and then you want to work the plan. So those are kind of the big picture items that we uh, look at doing with you. And it's a fun process. I enjoy the heck out of doing that with people. It's I'm just glad fun. we had this talk. Yes, I am too, Tom. So if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, <laughs> And there's a lot of you, I know that. Then here's what I want you to do go to our website. It's RPOA.com, which is Retirement Planners of And uh, when you're there, click on Meet with an Advisor. Okay, if you click on that, then we'll schedule a time with you in person or virtually. And what we'll do is we'll uh, go over what I've just described, we'll help build a cash flow plan for you, which we think is very important. We have an expression uh, here at uh, our, our POA where we say that um, happiness is a positive cash flow. So we want to make sure that your expenses are lower than your income. And if you do that, then uh, I think you can never run out of money. Call me, call me crazy, but I think that's the answer. <laughs> but uh, we want to help you to build that cash flow plan, build that retirement plan, crystallize your view your your uh your vision your and and your dreams and help you to facilitate that second childhood without parental supervision we want you to go play and uh, have fun and relax so if you click on meet with an advisor uh, we'll do that all with you and we'll do it at no charge or obligation and again if we can help you that is just fantastic and if not that's fine too okay so either way no charge no obligation and we will part friends I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And you know, Bogie is right. It is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And we look forward to uh, building that friendship with you. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about strategies to maximize your social security benefits. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morave. So this is the part of the show where we talk about social security, which is maybe the most talked about topic that we have with our clients. Um, we, uh, I would say that almost every conversation I have with clients is about has social security at some point. Um, and so you guys help me out. My, uh, my email address is ken at rpoa.com. And if you send me your questions, then I will endeavor to answer those questions for you. And we'll do it on the air, and you make my life easy because I don't have to, I don't have to come up with content. I can just answer your question. So here's the first one. I am a widow who is 65. My husband died 10 years ago. Uh, we were married for 25 years. I have not remarried and am now retired. However, my deceased uh, husband also had a previous marriage that lasted for 10 years before me. If the first wife elected to receive widow benefits, will I still be able to get widow benefits of my own? The answer is, drumroll please, uh, you can get survivor benefits even if a previous wife is also receiving one. Okay, so it will be subject to the earnings test, meaning that if you have wages and all that, and you're under, and and you said you're 65, so you're under 66, so if you're collecting that and you're working, there could be an earnings test. And uh, you you didn't give me any information on that, so I can't answer that. But uh, be aware that there could be that, and they could reduce your benefits. Now, if you are fully uh, retired and have no earnings, then you wouldn't have to worry about that. Now, part two of her question is, uh, my benefit is uh, $2,280. My deceased husband's benefit will be around $1,600. Should I defer my benefit until age 70? Okay, so with a benefit of 2280 and a survivor benefit of around $1600, you could start with the survivor benefit as soon as you retire, meaning when it won't be withheld from your earnings test and then switch to yours when you turn 70, okay? Now again, I don't know all your details, but that would be generally speaking, the advice. Okay, so now question number two. I'm 64 and I started taking benefits. I was notified by uh, by Social Security that they were going to withhold a large portion of my benefits. So I suspended. Can I continue that suspend, suspension and build my Social Security amount beyond age 66 to age 70? So first of all, Before your benefit can be in suspension, you have to be over 66. So it's not in suspension, just I'm being ticky-tack, but no. When you turn 66 and are no longer subject to the earnings test, you can voluntarily spend your benefit and bill the 8% annual delayed credits on the amount until you turn 70, meaning you can let the benefit continue to increase. So between working and suspending, you can mitigate most of the damage that you did by filing and then having them Tell you they're not gonna send it to you. So if that did if these two questions didn't illustrate for you how complicated social security is, I don't know what would. And so what I would suggest is that you talk with a professional, you talk to somebody that has training, that has experience in making decisions with regard to social security. There's no doubt about it. I think there's no doubt. And the reason why is because if you do it incorrectly, you potentially could leave a hundred or two hundred bucks a month on the table. And if you do that over your lifetime, that adds up to tens of thousands if not hundreds of thousands of dollars that you did not receive because you did it incorrectly yeah Yeah, that would be a total bummer I love that word, bummer. Remember that word? It's a bummer, man. But anyway, you don't want to say it's a bummer, man. You want to be maximized on your Social Security. We want to help you with that. So if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com, and uh, you click on Meet with an Advisor, what we'll do is we'll sit down with you and we'll build you. We'll help you to build your Social Security plan. Okay, when should you take it? How should you take it? All those kind of questions. But we'll do it in the context of your entire financial picture. We want to build an entire financial plan for you that has Social Security in it. So we'll do all of that for you, no charge, no obligation, simply by going to our website and, and clicking on Meet with an Advisor. And if we can help you, great, that's fantastic. And if not, that's fine too. Either way, we will part friends. So our website is rpoa.com. All right, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about between now and the rest of your life, dot, dot, dot. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morave. And, uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning, which means that we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And if that is you, then you are one of the most wonderful people in the entire universe. I I love visiting with people who are planning their retirement or are there already. You know, the look in their eye, that faraway look, they're just thinking of beaches and golf courses and grandchildren and all that good stuff. It's wonderful. And our goal is to facilitate what we call your retirement, which is your second childhood without parental supervision. And we also want you to have financial peace of mind and we want your money to last as long as you do. And so, to accomplish those things, in our view, it is important that you have a game plan for that that incorporates defense. And you know, if you think about the Super Bowl and statistics on sports and all kinds of things, defense wins championships. Offense is very flashy. People love offense, but it, usually it's defense that wins championships. And in the investment world, our belief system is the same, and that is that protecting what we've built and uh, keeping it around to give us income for the rest of our lives is an important thing that we should do if we're going to be retirement planners. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. (laughs) Well, thank you. I love you back, man. So anyway, um, I want to ask you, dear listener, a uh, a, a kind of what's going to sound like a dumb question, but between now and the rest of your life, do you think there's going to be another market crash or another big correction, another big down period in the markets, the stock market, like what happened in 2008 or Y2K or other times, a big bad bear market? Do you think what what you, what are the odds that you would give that? And, uh, you know, when I ask that question at seminars or I ask it of people, the answer I get is 100%. I, most of the time, people say, oh, it's, guarantee- it's, it's pretty much a lock. It's going to happen. So it's not a matter of if it's going to happen. It's a matter of when. Now, I'll ask you that question. What percentage would you give it? Now, the next question I would ask you is that if that percentage that you give it is high, if you give it a 90 or 100% or something like that, then does it not make sense to build a strategy into your retirement plan to address that. I mean, to me, now, the, 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 what most people do is, is, a, is a strategy or a philosophy, I guess, that is called buy and hold. And the idea behind buy and hold is, and, and I don't disagree with buy and hold, I just think you should also have a sell component. But buy and hold says you buy good quality investments, uh, you know, and you diversify, and you do all that. Agree 100%. That's what you should do. Secondly, with the buy-hold idea is that then what you also do is periodically, you know, you review your portfolio, you rebalance it to control your risk, and you look at the components within your uh, portfolio and make sure that those are still the best investments. But generally speaking, you don't ever like wholesale get out of everything. Well, see, I think that that's where the flaw begins because there's going to be a time like 2008 when... You know, the 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 tide is going to go out and it's going to take everything out with it. You know, and, and, in, and in Y2K as well. You look at periods where pretty much, you know, not everything went down, but the vast majority of things went down because th- there was a big sell off, there was a big recession or whatever it may be. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> yes. So, so, you know, you may be in investments that are really good and that are well, you know, good solid. I mean, look at GE in 2008. Their stock went down almost, you know, what, 80% or something? I mean, it, it's like these are the kinds of things that can happen. And we believe that you need to have a strategy to protect yourself against that. Now, it may come back in the future. I don't deny that. But the, the fact is that it could take a long time. You know, the Great Depression happened in 1929, the Dow Jones peaked in 1929, it did not get back to that peak of 1929 until 1954. It took 25 years to get back to even. If you look at uh, the, the stock crash of uh, Y2K, uh, it took about seven years. It took till 2007 to get back to where it was in January of 2000. So it went way down, and yes, it came back, but it didn't get back to even for seven years. And then what happened? 2008 hit and it went down again, and then it took another six years to get back to where you were in January of 2000. So really, it took 13 years to get back to even if you count both of those. Hey, Pebbles, what's cooking? It's me! Yeah, Curly, Curly's right. So if you're living on your money during those 13 years, from Y2K to 2013, and you're taking money out the whole time because you're living on it during your retirement, and you have a big drop, yes, you have a comeback, but then you have another big drop, and yes, you have that comeback, it's very difficult for your money to keep up with that. Because you know if you're taking money out when your investments are dropping, farmers call that eating your seed corn. And if you eat enough of your seed corn, when growth season comes you may not have enough seed to plant. And and that's what I feel is the biggest risk. You know, we look at inflation as being a risk. We look at taxes as being risk. But- For us, bear markets are the biggest risk that our clients face, and we want to protect against that. Our strategy said to sell in November of 2007, and so those clients that followed our advice were out during the entire financial crisis. Uh, Last year with the pandemic, our strategy said to sell on March 10th, which was the day before the pandemic was even announced, and the losses that came after that, for people who followed our advice, they did not participate in that. We want to protect you against big, bad down periods because if you're going to live on that money, you need to have it there. You need to have a defensive strategy as well, not just an offense. Now, if this philosophy, if, if you agree with what we're talking about here, then learn more about it, okay? And, and so go to our website. It's rpoa.com. We have articles, we have videos, we have other podcasts about our strategy, and better yet, go to our seminar. We have a seminar coming up that is retirement planning during all of these crazy times that we're in, and at that seminar, we talk about uh, our our invest and protect strategy, visit with one of our advisors, they'll build a plan with you, use the resources we have available to you, okay? There's no charge, there's no obligation for any of it. We want to help you. We're believers that the more good that you put out into the world, the more good will come back to you you so we we have no ulterior motive other than we want to help as many people as possible because we know that in the process we'll be taken care of and you know know how to say I thank you except I thank you well you're very welcome and you know the the proof is in the pudding because uh, Inc Magazine named us one of the five thousand fastest growing companies uh, twice and uh, you know that's because I believe the more good you put out the more good comes back to you so let us help you and uh, go to our website it's rpoa.com and hopefully we can help you to achieve your goals. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Moraif. All right, we're going to talk now about uh, how, uh, estate planning. This is the part of the show where we talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. Okay, and uh, that is uh, called estate planning. And uh, we're going to talk this week about how a family-limited partnership could protect you from lawsuits, from uh, bankruptcy, from estate taxes, all kinds of stuff that you don't want. And uh, we're going to do that. But first, Jack, can you play it? I know I'd go from rags to riches if you would only say you care. my pocket may be empty I'd be a millionaire and of course that is Tony Bennett with rags to riches and you know the estate taxes and probate and all that kind of stuff it's actually designed to do the exact opposite. It's designed to take you from riches to rags and we do not want that to happen to you. So every week at this time we have our estate tip of the week. And this week we're going to talk about the family limited partnership. And uh, it's actually an FLP for short, the flip. And we talk about flips because we do give a flip just so you know. So I want to keep the little squirts happy Yes, indeed And you want happy squirts So, let's describe what a family limited partnership is First of all Okay, so the first What it is, is it is a business It is your family's business Okay, so you're creating a business What is the purpose of the business? The purpose of the business is to manage your family's financial affairs Okay, so what you do is you create the family partnership, and then you put your your assets, if you have real estate or investments or whatever it may be, inside of this business. Now, the reason why you do that is the same reason why people have corporations and those kind of things is because they want to protect themselves from liability, right? When people create a corporation, it's because they want to protect their personal assets from their business. Somebody sues them over something that happened at their business or whatever, and they want to contain it within the business. So it's the same idea, except now what you're doing is you're putting a container around your family's assets that is very difficult to pierce from the outside. So if somebody wants to sue you and get at those assets, it makes it more difficult for them. So that's one thing that it can do. The other thing that it does is because – businesses are valued differently than assets are. So for example, if you have, and my favorite number, as you guys know, is $1 million, right? Austin Powers there. So if you take a million dollars and you have it in a checking account, there is no discussion about what that million dollars is worth. It's cash, it's in the bank. But if you take that million dollars and you put it inside of a business, a family limited partnership, and there are rules and all kinds of structure around that, Then all of a sudden now you're not valuing the million dollars in cash, you're valuing the business itself. And business valuation rules come into play, and those can be advantageous and get you discounts of the value for estate tax purposes. (laughs) And uh, I've seen cases where that could represent savings of hundreds, if not millions of dollars in taxes, okay? So, the Family Limited Partnership is a very versatile tool. It's one of the few times that I think lawyers have really come up with something that I like, okay? You guys know how I feel about the living trust. Uh, so, the Family Partnership, the FLP, is, is something that you may want to consider. Now, the the thing about it also is that it is complex, and it is something that you should not do by yourself. You should talk with an attorney, an estate planning person, maybe Make sure you talk with a professional before you do anything like that, okay? Now, let me offer you a, 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 a way of doing that. If you go to our website, rpoa.com, RetirementPlannersOfAmerica.com, uh, and you click on meet with an advisor, what you can do there is you can uh, uh, visit with one of our retirement planners. We're not lawyers. We don't dispense legal advice, but we can help you to build a plan Uh, that that'll give you an overview also we can help you to build your plan for retirement planning and also while you're there you can sign up we have seminars coming up next week that I think would be of interest to you we have some on social security, uh, retirement, and uh, strategies around that. We have some on uh, retirement planning, just an overview that takes into account how to fight inflation, reduce your income taxes, uh, how to beat, bear- how to fight bear markets. Our invest and protect strategy. Um, we talk about uh, cash flow planning. We talk about how to diversify your portfolio. So we have tons and tons of resources on our website. Oh dear, that's too wonderful to be true. Uh, Dorothy, it's not because it is true. Okay. Okay, so get over it. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, our website is retirement, it's rpoa.com, RetirementPlannersOfAmerica.com. Go there and just binge, okay? We got lots of stuff there for you. Well, you know what? This show's over already. I hope you have enjoyed it as much as I have enjoyed making it for you. We'll see you next week, same time, same channel. Bye-bye, everybody. The following is paid commercial programming. Third-party rankings are no guarantee of future investment success. Working with a highly rated advisor does not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a high level of performance. Investment performance is not an explicit criterion because clients' investment goals differ. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client. Generally, rankings are based on information prepared and submitted by the advisor. Statements saying that we told our clients to be out of the market in 2008, referred to recommendations made, by NMWKM's principals, while employed at Eagle Strategies LLC. The team that manages accounts at NMWKM are the same individuals with that responsibility at Eagle Strategies and at Cambridge Research from 2009 to 2011. NMWKM was created in 2011 and uses the same exit strategy. A more thorough disclosure of the criteria used in making these rankings is available by contacting NMWKM Advisors LLC. Or exempted from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.